Hey, Joe. Watching bad movies will take your soul. It sure has. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say what the character said in the movie, which was, okay. Now it's gone. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Uh, we are Just Another Movie, and I am Scott, and with me is Joe. Hey, everybody. Hi, handsome. Uh, hey, love. And uh, today we are doing Talking Trash. Talking Trash. Talking Trash, indeed. And and today I'm very happy to talk about a movie called Shock'em Dead. Shock'em <laughs> Dead, starring Tracy Lawrence. For the girl of his dreams, he'd make a deal with the devil. Shock'em dead. This movie's from 1991, with kind of an 80s vibe to this it. This is the most 80s, 90s movie I've ever seen in yeah, my well, life. Well, this is done on purpose. They wanted it to feel like 80s. I don't know. I, I had this I weird read. feeling... I read the I read some trivia on this movie. So did I. And what what did you read that oh, I suggests that? On a wiki, on Wikipedia that said that they they were going for an 80s an 80s vibe to okay. this, yeah. And that's exactly what they got. It's definitely 80s ish. I mean, it's uh oh my god, this movie if you're talking about bad movies <laughs> that you that you can laugh at and have a good time watching. This has everything you could want in a movie in space. I mean, me personally, this movie has everything. It has, like, really bad 80s-esque hair metal music, but it's yeah. not... They don't really... It's not real songs. It's just shit they made up, but... Well, no, they, they had to write some songs. I mean, they... Yes, the shit they made up. Like, not real songs that, like, exist in the universe, but... You know, stuff they made up. It was like really cheesy, che- cheesy 80s hair rock. And then the costumes, let's just, I can go on for days about it. And Well, I got to ask you a question, right? Because uh, uh, last month we did Giallo films and we were talking about how that's a subgenre of horror. Now, I have this weird, and also we're just coming off of doing Swim, which shark movies are also. Um, to me, a subgenre of horror movies. I mean, there is a giant section of horror films that are shark films. And, and same thing with the love Italian shark th- films. thriller film. Yeah, yes. no, yeah. The Shark Week for a reason, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, people have an obsession with sharks. Uh, well, here we are. Now, I'm going to ask you a question Is rock and roll horror a subgenre of horror? <laughs> I feel like at this point for us, it, I mean, just based on the things we've seen, yes. Yeah, you. But the I guess the problem really is when you have a subgenre of horror. Do you have a movie? Do you have to have one great movie, and then a whole bunch of shit? Because like, so with Giallo, my constant thing is that trying to understand why people love it so much. Uh, there are some movies I completely understand in that. Like to me, Deep Red. Um, I'm on board with Tenebrae, 
And then there's a bunch of stuff I'm like, what the fuck, right? And here we are with shark movies. There's Jaws. And then all of the shit. All the shit. Shark Exorcist. Two-headed shark attack. It's just they pile them out. Now here we are in rock and roll horror. So my question is, is there a classic? Because I don't think so. No. But we've seen at least 20 rock and roll horror themed movies now. Yes, we have. Yes. Especially. Um, and I want more. Trick or Treat. That was a. Wasn't that um, a rock and roll nightmare? There is also a Trick or Treat. Yes, Rock which and Roll Nightmare. Which could be confused with the good Trick or Treat movie. Yeah, we're not talking is... about the one with Anna Paquin and yeah. um, Sam. We're not talking about that. Yeah. No, we're talking about Trick or Treat where he gets possessed by a demon. Yeah, Rocktober Blood, which Rocktober we have to Blood. resurrect for this. Yeah. Uh, that one's unbelievable. There's tons and tons of these movies. Uh, what did you say, Black Roses already? No, that's another one. That is another one. What's right? the one with the, the Satan worshippers? Is that a rock and roll movie? Um, the, well, they're always Satan worshippers. It's always, it's always the same theme. It's a demon, and they give like powers to whatever. The one where the guy goes, It's the blood. You have intruded. Upon the ceremony of blood. That I can't... I, it's one of my favorites. I don't remember if that was a rock and roll movie, but maybe it's just oh, a Halloween film. I, is that... That's yeah, not I think rock I'm, and roll nightmare. Be, uh, no, I was... might be confusing that with a... I think that's hollow something or other. So maybe that's just a Halloween horror film. Maybe. Which is another subgenre. Yeah, I, I but can't. We're Hard do... Rock Zombies. That's another oh, one. No, I have to see that again one day. Yeah, um, that's another one. Yeah, but... This... Oh, Rockula. Rockula. I don't think Rockula. I mean, it is. I don't know if that's a horror film. It's it, a well, comedy. It's, it's a, it's a comedy horror. It's terrible. It's so bad. <laughs> um, yeah, but this subgenre is so fascinating to me because why do they why do they pump out as many as they did? Because there was never one that was really like, fuck yeah, you know, this is badass. No, not really. I, but I here's what I love. I think this one kind of nailed another genre with it because it's almost spoofing itself yes and so i'm, I'm fascinated to talk about it. um i mean the synopsis of this movie so this well we're gonna say it all anyways it doesn't even matter the synopsis right i mean it does because you know we're just gonna tell our listeners what this the premise of this is it's basically a kid who's a total turd what? he's like a nerd and he sells his soul to the devil yeah become a rock star and that's what i said when i was saying that every one of these films has that plot line it's always they the, all do sell their soul to the devil to become a rock star and i listened to a record backwards <laughs> like skippy yeah. from not in this one that's <laughs> not here dream. but it happens in a bunch of these movies uh yeah uh look this is talking trash what we do on talking trash is we discuss the entire plot line because, look, we watch bad movies that you probably would never watch on your own. And if you did already, join us in the laughter because that's great. But if you've never seen this movie, you probably don't want to see it. Oh. And so we'll talk it out and uh, we'll spoiler the hell out of it and joke around about it and talk about it and review it. That's what we do on Talking Trash. So a lot of the time, let's face facts, a lot of the movies we do on here are movies that people skip on purpose. The, the usual yeah, public doesn't want to see these movies. That's why we do this podcast in the first place. We want to we want to tell people about these crazy films that exist, 
because they're probably never going to watch them. Yes, know? but there are there there is a community of people that are just and like that's why I said that if you have already seen it, join us. Yes, so on you know having the conversation about it. But here's the thing: I feel like this one, I, I, I think it should be seen by some people. <laughs> Without a doubt, it's a we'll, little. We'll get to that in the end, I think, because <laughs> we have to try to talk this movie, the plot, okay? Because holy shit, does this movie have? everything and had characters that i adored watching i could not stop i couldn't stop laughing during half this film okay so starting off the bat there is a band meeting starting off the bat <laughs> what a... starting right off the bat okay sorry apologize you told me to correct i was excited you i was excited to talk about this and you took the steam right no i didn't of... you told me to correct you Son if you say stuff wrong Fine, I'm out. Go ahead, fuck up everything. Starting off the bat. Mm-hmm. Starting off the bat. Bat away. Start Batter up. up. Right off the bat. I'm gonna just take a bat to your head right now. Oh <laughs> uh, wow, that's violent. No, I love. I'm it. gonna go and make a pact with the devil, or I'm sorry, a voodoo woman badly acted. So oh, let's just. So lady. the movie starts off okay. right away with a band practice. This is the best band practice I have ever witnessed in my life. Oh, good Lord. First None off. None of these people belong together in a band. No. This is like every character from Saved by the Bell <laughs> and everybody from Blossom and Saved by the Bell joined in a band together. Yeah. But they're pretending to be rock and roll stars. Okay. There even looks like there's a Joey Lawrence. There, there. This band is wild. But the best part of this band is the lead singer. Now, the lead singer of this band apparently is also he writes all the songs and he's the the, the head of this band, right? And these songs are very sexual, with like about women in in nature. But the lead singer is clearly gay. <laughs> And <laughs> this gentleman, I love this character. He's I could not incredible. get enough of this actor and this character. Unfortunately, he has never made another movie. I don't know anything about him. Couldn't find any information on this actor. No, I couldn't either, and I um, looked. But no, he is fantastic, this, is, this guy. This is the gay character, the gay actor that I love and I want more of in films. This he's the, the guy playing, he's playing Johnny. This character... He's blows every time he showed up amazing. or spoke. I laughed so hard. I loved him. He reminded me of like Hollywood in the Mannequin films. Yes, uh, but he is also pretending to be straight. Yes. So while it, while not, which is <laughs> mind blowing. I, I, and this movie has a bunch of characters doing that, which is really strange. I mean, okay, so if he's okay, if he's playing a gay character, that would make more sense, you know. But he's not. He's clearly playing like I, his a song. Great, what the songs are like. But then that's the best part about the song. Is okay. First off, I'm gonna say some lyrics to this song. Okay. <laughs> um, he says in this song, he's singing this song. He says, "I um." And then I told, and I said to her, and then she said to me, "This is actually the lyrics." And she said to me, "I'm a virgin. I don't get on my knees." But now he says it in the queerest way possible, and God bless him. 
But he, and by the way, he's wearing pink tight spand. Oh, no, okay. he's wearing a blue tube top. It's it's not a tube top. It's a crop top. Okay. It is sleeveless, but it's like coming up above his belly button. And he's got this bandana around his head. Yes. Like, I, I mean, he even when he speaks, there is nothing that screams out about him that he's singing about a hot chick. Yeah. And he also is, he's acting at the song as well. Which, when he's singing it, which is great. He's doing um, basically hand on hip and doing a lot of oh no girl with his hands. <laughs> and I... Scott's motioning the... Uh, I'm the, doing the, the whole thing. The index finger. He's oh doing no, you half didn't. moon the snap and half moon. And I'm like, God damn you. I wish you were in this whole movie, man, because you're hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, he was like, right off the bat, I was like, this movie is going to be fucking great. Oh, right off this the bat. This going to be great. This song is amazing. I mean... Uh, Isn't it called Virgin Girl? Yeah, they keep going, <laughs> um, You're a vir- she's a virgin girl. Oh, God. I don't get on my knees. Uh, unbelievable. And then the whole band, like I said, the the guitarist in this movie, the, he's a main part of this movie, he looks like the brother on Blossom. The older one. The oh. one that was like an EMT that like did drugs. Yeah. And then the drummer looks like Joey Lawrence in Blossom. Oh, yeah. He definitely. Yeah. No, no, no. Not the drummer. The keyboardist looks like Joey Joey Lawrence. The drummer looks like he's straight out of Guns N' Roses. He has the I long I think that guy hair. looks like That's a guy. I think he looks like Joey Lawrence because he even dresses like Joey Lawrence did on Blossom. With the, uh, with the vest open with the white tee tucked into his... Uh, blue jean shorts yeah i guess but, he looks just but like the that. drummer also wears suspenders with no shirt i he, did not see that you didn't how did you not see that he's I wearing must have been paying attention to no johnny shirt it's amazing johnny took all of my attention i don't even know if i saw the rest of the band because i was like <laughs> i would i would go out. see this band <laughs> oh and can we talk about what the name of this band is okay the name of the band is called spastic Colon. Spastic colon. Please join me in a warm welcome for Spastic Colon. I was blown away. I was like, this is incredible. Okay. Spastic colon. And by the way, they are doing tryouts for a new guitarist. Okay. Okay. Even better is uh, the lead, the other guitarist, which I guess he's not good enough. They need another guitarist. The uh the that guitarist, his girlfriend is their manager, and that is played and she's played by uh Tracy Lords. Mm-hmm. Tracy Lords. Yeah, Wait. she's like in her um when she just started transitioning into regular films instead of Well, she started getting films. in yeah, she got in trouble and uh she was underage and uh she was lying about her age and, and she uh, was doing porn and so then she got booted from the porn industry. And yeah, she was kind of like un- untouchable. And also, 
what we learned about during the filming of this movie, I guess the the AIDS epidemic had, had been really in full effect, basically. And so they treated her like, I guess she was being treated like she might have it because she worked in the adult film industry. So during the filming of this movie, they basically had all these rules about working with her. But a bunch of the actors, which I love watching, a lot of the actors actually treated like a human being. And, and you can see it on film, mm-hmm. which is great. Because and she I did didn't cry like the baby right before this. Yeah, and so did another actor in this film. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, so let's get back into the plot here. So, Spastic Colon is trying out for new guitarists, and they have all these people coming in, and Johnny doesn't like any of the guitarists that come in, and he rags on each one of them. That was terrific. So, uh, do you think I got the gig? Well, let's put it this way. I, I wouldn't audition for any more shows if I were you. Great. <laughs> Every fucking retard thinks he's a rock star. Did our ad say that they were supposed to know how to play the guitar or just own one? Like, don't even bother trying anymore. He, he's kind of like a... He's kind of a jerk. Oh, he's Johnny. he's full on and he's snapping at everybody. He's just hilarious. And uh, he's not having it. And then this is really great because uh, the Joey Lawrence of the band... Uh, I don't remember his name. I it's uh, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna call him Joey Lawrence throughout this whole thing. He he goes. Uh, he says, you know, I know a guy who can play guitar. Why? What? Okay. First off, they have they have people auditioning, and they actually say that there's two more people going to audition, and they're like just they're like oh no one's good enough, and then this guy in the band goes oh I know a guitarist. Why did you fucking wait? Right. right. So he just tells them, oh, I know guitars. He, uh, my father, my father runs the trailer park he's, he lives in. Jake, you know anybody who plays guitar? Yeah, actually I do. Hey, look, is he any good? I really don't know. If you want, I can call him. Yes. Oh, get in the corner. Go for it. We got the lose. Yeah. Okay. Lives in a trailer park, and my father runs it. And people which is mind blowing for that character. Oh. Yeah, people have heard him playing guitar in his. Yeah, trailer. he's always complaining about it in the trailer park. So they say, "Hey, go. We'll call him. Get the kid, right?" So that's when we cut to our main actor, our main character. We get introduced here. After we've already introduced Johnny, who you automatically think, is this going to be the main character? And now we're like, nope, this is the main character. This guy, his name is Angel. Well, his name is Martin. It's Martin. Isn't it Angel Martin? Well, it's Martin for real, but then he becomes the, you know, he changes it later on to sound more, you know, oh, rock star Oh, he changes the Angel? Yeah. I thought his full name was Angel Martin. No, his name is just Martin in the movie. And that's what they introduced him So the cop comes as... later on. Doesn't he ask for Angel Martin? Yes, because he's already changed his name into the rock star name. He's I already think that he's that still person. the same person. Well, no, because it says that Martin is a total loser. It says it in the yeah, synopsis. I know that. Yeah, So I think his name was just Martin. I don't think it's, I, I don't think, think he, he changed. I don't think they erased his identity. Well, do you remember when he um, said that when Tracy Lords comes in for the first time and he she says, "Oh, what's your name?" and he says, "Martin, uh, Angel Martin," like to sound more like official as a rock star. 
Yeah. And he like stops for a second. He thinks about it. He's like, oh, Angel Martin. Okay. Well, all right. Well, it's just, okay. So this is Martin. Okay. And now Martin, this actor, holy crap. I, I love the, the range of insanity this actor is doing in this movie. And he knows it and he's in for it. And he just does not give a shit. We introduced this guy. He's working at a pizza place. He has like, you know, uh, like the same the little haircut. He's like really messy. He's got big glasses on, and he is dorking it up. He does the whole uh, Revenge of the Nerds laugh. Yeah, like wait, hold yeah. on, let me do it, let me do it. No. <laughs> yeah, he does that at one point. Uh, he works at a pizzeria. I feel like a pig. <laughs> I think you are a story. <laughs> selling me <laughs> um so no uh he works at a pizzeria right um uh, i don't know what that laugh was he works at a pizzeria and okay aldo ray from our episode the bog maybe i'm dense but what kind of thing would have a hypodemic nerdle for a mouse I mean, uh, hypodermic needle. This is his last movie, and he looks better here than he does during The Bog, yes. which came out in 69? Yes, what happened? What No, ha- no, The Bog didn't come out in 69, did it? When did The Bog come out? No, that's the 70s. Don't upset me. Is it 79? 79. Okay, 79. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. So The Bog came out in 79. This one came out in 91. He looks better here, <laughs> and he passed away... The year this movie came out, That's right crazy. after this movie, the, they made this movie, and he died of throat cancer, and he got he had gotten pneumonia while he had throat cancer, and I, I want to watch more Aldo Ray movies now because he's funny as shit in this movie too. He does not care. Apparently, he owns the pizzeria that Martin works at, and Martin's a full-on pervert. He's a pathetic loser. They go out of their way to show this in every form. Um, his co-worker comes into work late, and she decides to go in the back room to get dressed. She doesn't come in her outfit. She gets completely naked in the training room, which is on the other side of a pizza on a wall, which perfectly, I guess Martin has made a peephole in a pepperoni. <laughs> that sounds funny. He made a peephole into the office. Where she's getting dressed and you can see she's, you know, naked. She unleashed the beasts. Yeah. Her... And we get to see the whole thing. Yeah. And so he's like a peeping Tom. But the weird thing is, is that he's he has to literally get on a countertop to move the piece of pepperoni off the pizza. And no one's noticing. It's like a, a picture of a pizza on it's a wall. It's a giant pizza. And, and it's like nobody's noticing. And there's like Aldo Ray is there. There's another girl that works there. And no one's noticing he's literally looking through a hole in the wall at some girl. Yeah, there, like, there seems to be multiple co-workers, actually. Yeah, there's multiple people back there. And no one's, like, noticing that he's on a countertop peeping Tom. Yeah, no one notices this. He, he's, he's like, a nerd. He he does, he obviously hasn't ever had a girlfriend or been, you know, yeah, intimate mean, with anyone before. So he's, you know, peeping on this chick. But, like, he's just right off the bat unlikable. He's just such a goober. Is this a goober? I, I laughed right off the bat. I was like, don't, don't tell me this is our main actor. I cannot believe this. Right? And and this is really great is that Aldo Ray is destroying this kid. 
he's telling him that their pizza has to have 18 slices of pepperoni on it, I believe. There's a formula. So Six ounces of uh, mushrooms. Yes. 18 pepperoni slices. And then what was it? Like four ounces of cheese or something like that? I don't know what he... But I remember he took off some of the cheese and flicked it at him in the face. Right? Yeah. It, 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 this, I mean, this guy, this guy, this is the boss, and he's like ragging on him. So uh, they get a phone call, and one of the other coworkers says, Martin, it's for you. And this, I did not see this. This is where this movie was going. But apparently Martin is the guitar player that the guy in the band knows from the uh, trailer park. Now, nothing about Martin reads guitarist. Mm-hmm. Nothing about Martin seems guitarist at all. He doesn't seem like a guitarist whatsoever. But apparently he is the guitarist, right? And so he asks his ba- boss, he goes up to Aldo Ray and he says, Hey, look. I really have to leave early today. And he's like, hell no, you're leaving early today. And he goes, I never ask you for any favors. I'll make it up to you, I promise. I just really have to go to this uh, try tryout. It's an audition. You know, this audition. And the boss is like, Aldo Roy's like, no, if you walk out now, never come back. And he's like, you know what? I'm, I'm quitting. And he like takes off his apron and he says, oh, you are, huh? And he takes... Aldo Ray takes a thing of sauce, pizza sauce, and dumps it on his shirt. Yeah, he's like, yeah, now you're going to look really hot for your audition. audition. Like, okay, all right, well, that's, I mean, it just seemed like a bit extra. Yeah, what an asshole. What an asshole. So then, you know, Martin's like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, he sticks his finger in his face. (laughs) Fuck you, asshole. Right, and uh, Aldo Ray picks him up and throws him out. He actually puts his hand in his face face and pushes yeah, him out of like the door. Literally on his face and shoves him like his whole head like right through the door. It was it was cool. I, I was like that I like that. Yeah, I was like, wow, what if this guy touched me like that I would kill him. Yeah, that guy's not taking yeah. any shit, so I liked it. Uh fuck that. No boss should ever do that. Um yeah, so Martin goes and grabs his guitar and shows up at the uh, he's automatically there with his guitar ready to do the tryout. And he goes and plugs in, and it is the worst playing I have ever heard. It's like just hitting chords, but it's like nothing. It's just like bing, bing, bing. It's bad. It's so bad, and they're laughing at him. And the Johnny in the band is like, oh, you're oh great. You're so good. Oh, man. Let me tell you, you're <laughs> the worst damn guitarist I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> guys I think we finally found him (laughs) this guy Martin come here Martin this guy has got to be the worst guitar player in the world (laughs) and he's like and he runs out right and they're all laughing at him and he runs out this leads him to Go back to the pizza place because he, tr- yes. he tries to get his job back because he's like, oh, I'm, I fucked up. Like, I left and now I need a job because I didn't get the freaking gig. Yeah, the fact that he even quit his job thinking he was good enough to even be in the band when he doesn't even know chords. Yeah. 
What what was ma- and what made the guy in the band even suggest him? I don't know. I don't know. Well, because he just heard that he was playing his guitar. He just heard. But- I know he can play guitar. I actually think he says they go. Is he? He goes. I know a guy can play guitar, and they're like, "Is he good?" And he's like, "I don't know." <laughs> well, I mean. He, he really doesn't. Jesus Christ, he thanks doesn't for the know. information, man. It's like he just knows that he can play guitar, but can yeah. he really, though? I mean, any, it, it, the way that Martin plays guitar, anybody can play guitar. That's what's weird. Why is Martin even playing guitar? He doesn't even know any basic. No. You know, doesn't. any basic guitar playing. It's shocking. Shocking. <laughs> so, yeah, he goes back to his job to try to get it back. He tries to get his job back. And, of course... Although Ray is basically like, uh, um, well, I have a job for you. I want you to clean the clogged toilet with this straw. He's like, suck out the Suck out the shit, yeah. And he's like, that's amazing. (laughs) So he throws him out again. He falls out in the middle of the street. And that's when we get introduced to one of the most terrible acted characters ever. There's a woman. It's so offensively bad. It is so insane. It's, she yeah. is. This woman is painted up like some kind of voodoo doctor. You know what she reminded me of? The paint job on her face. The insane clown posse. That's what she looked like. The With paint bad on her lipstick face. all over, like up inside. That's what they look like. They, they look like insane. I can't find any information. Insane clowns. That's what they look like. That's that's true. Right. But this woman. This <laughs> one's way worse, Joe. This is so bad. But yeah. uh, she, uh, she, this actress, I couldn't find any information on her whatsoever. Uh, I, she can hardly walk. She like does a shuffle. But it's only after all this passes away before they truly know who they are dealing with. Yeah, right. Look, I gotta go. Martin, I can give you whatever you want. We only need to unlock the power that is in within you. How did you know my name? You'll be amazed at what I know. They got this woman to do this, and she seems like she's drunk, and she's also reading her dialogue. She's, like, slowly reading the dialogue. Mm-hmm. It's so It's so bad. Uh, Martin goes back to his house... Which is not a house. It's it's a rundown motor home that's parked exactly right next to the trash can. Mm-hmm. The giant trash can outside of a. Everybody's throwing shit in it. It's all over the place in front of this uh, this motor home. And he lives in there, and he's just got pizzas and beer everywhere. You don't know what age he is. He feels like he's still in high school, but he's not. He lives by himself in a motor home, so he's like a guy man. Yeah. He's obviously a grown man in and, this movie. And he's starting to play his guitar, and he's still playing his guitar. And that's when the the uh, manager of the motorhome comes in. It's. I mean, uh, what do you think? Everybody in this trailer park is deaf, or you just out of your fucking mind? Hey, I got rights as a tenant. Oh, please, stop it, will you? You're breaking my friggin' heart. Rights, eh? How's this for a right? Oh, I want you out of here. Now, tonight, I can let you in here without a deposit. You're six months behind on rent, and now you drive me and everyone else crazy with that damn guitar playing of yours. Someday I'm going to be so famous that people are going to stand in line to hear me play. Famous, huh? 
You even dream you're famous. You better wake up and slap yourself. And with your amount of talent, the only line you're going to see is at the unemployment office. Now, if you're not packed and out of here by midnight, you and all your crap is going to wind up in the street. You hear me? Creep. Oh, my God. So he's just a, a, a stereotype. This guy. He's like every, uh, like, trashy owner of, of like, a, you know, something like this. It makes sense. Like, he's wearing the um, T-shirt. He's got his wife beater. Wife beater yeah. with the vest on and the hat. I don't even think he has a vest. I think he's just wearing the wife beater and the hat. He had a vest on. He came with a vest? Yep, 100%. Is he wearing his boxers again or is he actually wearing clothes? I don't know if he was wearing his boxers, but he definitely had the t-shirt and the vest on and the hat. And he just had that accent like, yeah, get out of here. Oh, it's You so know, like bad. it was just so extra. Everything about him was just so extra. He was just that, that you know, like that sleazeball cliche in all these movies. Just He, he reminds me of Rocky's, uh, what's it, uh, Adrian's uh, brother? Yeah, Paulie. Yeah, Paulie. Yep. He reminds me of him. He's just like a sleazeball asshole. Uh, uh, yeah, he's bad. Well, this is the last straw for Martin. So he goes to the the woman that showed up at his job to tell him that. Which we don't really know whatever she is. But she's like, he shows up at her house. Now, we just cut from a junkyard motorhome trailer park to what looks like Hobbiton. We get these what? houses. Did you see these houses that she lives in? It looks like um. It looks like it looks like a Hobbiton. It, lo it looks like a a weird village, <laughs> like a like in the garden. I don't. I was like, what the fuck did we just cut to? Where are we? Are you talking about the Voodoo Woman's house? Yes. Did you see this place? I mean, yeah. It's so odd. It wasn't expecting that. It, it looked like a you know you know it was just a condo with like you know decorative. Uh, you know, it, 70s it so beads over the door and weird foliage. It, I mean, they just it decorated it. so strange. It. And it's like behind a brick wall in the shot. I mean, it definitely was weird. But yeah. I Of mean, course, when they walk in, the only way they could figure out how to decorate the shot to make it look like it's some creepy thing is they have like a stuffed wolf head on the wall <laughs> that Martin stares at like, ooh, I've never seen any taxidermy my entire life. <laughs> you know, this is a first for me. Uh, and he walks in there. He just walks in her house, by the way. It's okay. Well, I'm, I was a little confused by this because at first I thought that she had like some kind of a store, like a shop. That would you know, make like more maybe sense, she, actually. The, the mysticism of like, or maybe she was like a tarot card reader or, or something that like that. That would have been smarter. Like I thought that that's what been she was. That's what I thought that whole place was because it looked ridiculous. It had like animal print things everywhere. It had like a cauldron of some sort. Yeah, just close your eyes and think witch doctor yeah, in any well, movie. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I got it. That's what it looked like. So I, I thought that she was like working as some kind of spiritual advisor or some crap like that. But not so, right? Because uh, characters make fun of her in the movie. They go, oh, that's the old crazy woman that lives on that house on the block. The voodoo woman. That's what they call her. Yeah. But it's not they're saying that she runs a shop. Right, just she lives on the corner them. there. It's like an old yeah, woman. It's weird. I mean, it would have made sense if they actually made her like, uh, you know, that's how she made her living is she, you know, read palms and did tarot card readings and all that stuff. But she just was in this like little like hole in the wall place with like a lot of foliage and weird, you know, incense burning and weird shit like that. So, I mean, I guess that's how you, you know, she's a voodoo person. But like, honestly, 
You could tell by looking at her. She's not right. You know, she had her whole face painted up, you know, weird. And I, I don't know. It, it, it was just a, a bit extra for me. Well, Martin walks in there and he basically walks up. She's laying like on the floor almost. And then she's like basically knew that he was going to come, I guess. And Martin's like, how could you help me? And then she's like, I can give you anything that you desire. Well, she goes, what is it that you desire? And he's like, I want to be the world's best music, uh, rock. Rock star. Rock star in the world and everything that comes with it. And she's like, okay. She does this like a little powder spray in what looks like a bowl of soup. She stirs it up. She tells him to, you know, uh, sit down, close his eyes. And she stirs it up. Her eyes go green and she stabs him in the chest instantly. And he wakes up in like a cemetery with something on his face that looks like the mask. So Jim Carrey's the mask. And by the way, this actor does some stuff in this movie that feels like Jim Carrey stuff later on, which is kind of funny. Like, it just feels really strange. But yeah, he... uh, he wakes up in the cemetery with this mask on his face and he can't get it off. And he stumbles around in this fake cemetery set and he opens up like um, a, like a, a, a coffin and there's this like really cheap horror movie skeleton in there with like long hair. And, and he's stumbling around and he finally sees two women straddling a guy's legs. And he's playing, like, one of those double guitars. Yeah, they start slowly going up, and you see the double guitars, and you see there's a demon playing the double guitar next. And he's playing, jamming out on him, you know, on the frets or whatever. Can I just say, though, like, I thought this was a dream sequence. Like, I thought that... apparently is, or this is hell? I mean, I thought that he was, you know, when he was passed out on the floor, I thought he, this is things that he was just dreaming about. But it turned out, no... It's real because she stabbed him in the chest and killed him. So this is him. And basically when she stabbed him, she killed him instantly and took his soul. And this is him going to hell. And right. the bargain the bargain for this soul was he touched the, the guitar as the guy was playing it. Satan is playing it. And he's like electrocuted back to earth and he wakes up in a waterbed with full on... Rock and roll hair. A giant black hairdo. Okay, allow me, please. This look on this guy, it's like 1984's Nikki Six from Motley Crue had just really had a great hair day. And this is exactly... Is this the great hair day? This is the... I mean, this is when Nikki Six had the high hair, like he, and Tommy too, but Nikki had always like the black eyeliner. He he was more glammed up because he was the prettier one of the whole group. And so this is what, like he looked like Nikki Six in Molly Crew in the 19, early 1980s. I mean, yeah. he was just full on with the big black hair spiked out and. Do you, do you think, because this is what I could unsee, what you're saying but with Mark McGrath's face. Okay, I get what you're saying with Mark McGrath. Yes, it's like Mark McGrath would join Motley Crue. 
That's how I saw this character. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he just didn't have that little goofy soul patch thing that I. Oh I no, think... because he's like in Miley Cruz, yes. so he's full on. But yes, so glam he has, rock. Yeah, he is just one hundred percent glam. He has like yes. pretty blue eyes and stuff, and like he just like slathered on with the eyeliner, and I mean, he just he just looks like an eighties hair metal. Well, what's guy. funny? What's funny is he only wakes up with the hair and the eyeliner. But he's still in Martin's clothes. So he's wearing like a, he looks like a lumberjack. He's still it looks like a lumberjack. He has like the um, khaki pants. But they're rolled into his socks. They're, or something. Yes, they're rolled into his socks, and he's wearing a plaid, like flannel shirt, and he just looks like such a dweeb having that hair with guy liner and the lumberjack look. And so yeah. he wakes up and he sees these pretty girls, two of them, in his room, and. Well, yeah. And they they're they're put there, I guess, to explain to him, like they're his concubines. Okay, well this that's this that plot line is confusing. I think there's gonna be a lot of the conversation on these characters, but yeah, they're in full lingerie, right? One's there, and then another one's there. Yes. And they they they're full on decked out in lingerie, and and they're basically she he wakes up and stares at them. Now you think he'd be freaking out like. Oh, like this guy was peeping through a fucking pepperoni at a woman. You think that he'd be like, oh my God, women, you know? Right. But no, he does not seem to give a shit. No, it's like he wakes up a completely different person. It's like. Not really, because his voice is slowly changing. I mean, he doesn't do that goofy like, laugh anymore. That's he a, I think he does it for a he second. He does it for a second, and then you never hear that laugh again. Yeah, because again. he starts getting. He starts believing himself, like, I'm a badass a little bit more and more. Yeah. Like, I can do whatever I want, and it's starting to sink in, which I got to tell you, I kind of like that the actor is actually slowly transitioning into this. Yeah. He he is there a little bit. Like, he's, like, can I get new clothes? He basically, what he does is he, they tell him that they're his. Yeah. That they're his girls, that they, they'll, they work for him, basically. Well, they they live they live in that house with him. Yeah, this he has this house. rock star house, and he lives there. And they well, there's three of them total right well, yeah. now. We only meet two, but they um are there to show him the way of how he has to be, because kind of he he doesn't know even where he is. So the first thing he does after one of the girls tells him like, oh, you know, you sold your soul to the devil basically. Uh, I mean, she does tell him she, that. It doesn't happen yet, because that's what really is strange. You think that they would literally give him the steps, but they don't. He has to, he just like finds out all on his own as this goes along. These two are acting really strange. He 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 wakes up out of bed. He's like, so where, where am I? And they're like, this is now your house. We are now yours. We're, you know, we're here to pleasure you and give you whatever you want. We, we were with you. And he's like, whoa. And they're like, do you not like it? Do you not like us? And then he's like, no, I like you just fine. Right? And then he... <laughs> I like the voice. That's how he's acting at this point. <laughs> and he gets out of bed. And the first thing he does is knock over what looks to be a precious moment figurine. Why this rock star has a figurine on the side of his bed is beyond me. But he knocks it over. And the one one of the two girls says... I got it. I'll clean it for you. And so she starts cleaning up the gl- broken glass on the floor as he walks over to the other girl. And his first instinct, he's like, you're, uh, you're here for anything I want? 
And she's like, yes, all everything, all of you, what you see is yours. So he just takes off her top to expose her breasts. And he, he like just grabs them for a second, kisses her. And then it's like, can I get a change of clothes? Like, you think that this is going to be like him having sex for the first time and like start learning to be like a rock star. But no, he just grabbed her boobs and then went and got a change of clothes. And that's when he puts on a rock and roll attire. Okay, so this is where he really starts looking like Nikki Six. Yeah. Because he puts on those those vinyl pants from mm-hmm. the 80s, the ripped tight t-shirt. Yeah, it's all ripped up. The punk belt, you know, with the spikes and stuff on it. And he, he just looks, you know, crazy 80s. This is where this, like, bargain is so strange, right? They basically, when they gave him, they he basically said, I want to be the best musician. I want to be the best rock star in the history of the world, whatever. And I want everything that comes with it. He's not instantly given the fame and the success. It doesn't, like, change the world. The only thing that changes is that he mysteriously got a house, women, a full closet of clothes, and new black hair. Yeah. And then he's actually given talent, too. But he's not actually, like, automatically a rock star. Right. That's what I thought was going to happen here when he told the voodoo woman that... That's what he wants. He wants to be the most famous rock star in the whole world and have everything that comes with it, meaning money, you know, fame, chicks, all that stuff. But that's not what happens. That's not what happens. At all. Like, he's just a regular schlub. He doesn't even have a band. He doesn't have anything. He doesn't. He has a room full of guitars and a house and these women. Yeah, but he has no band. Like, he hasn't even joined a band. I like that uh, the first thing that changes is hair. Like, oh, oh, well, you're a musician. Well, you have, now, to, so you have look to look the part. Yeah. yeah. You have to I'm sure look you can look like anything and start playing that guitar like badass, and you, it, it's all going to work out for you. Um, Tom Morello doesn't give a shit. He's still wearing that damn baseball hat every time he's playing that guitar. And he can wear anything and he, he wants. wants. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So, yeah, he goes out on the balcony after putting the clothes on, and that's when he looks into the backyard to see basically everything he owns. And there's randomly a girl in the hot tub, and she's like, hey. Um, I'm in the hot tub and uh, you want to come in here and join me? And she stands up and she's naked as well. And he just goes, no. Well, hello. I'm Marilyn. You're cute. You want to join me? Not right now. <laughs> no, this, this guy is like, okay, he's obviously had, uh, he's probably a virgin. This guy. That's what I'm saying. That's but why I'm like, like shocked. He is literally drowning in chicks. <laughs> I you were no, say, I, I wasn't going to say what you thought I was going to say. I don't talk like that. I'm at You Navy. almost did. You said he's drowning in in chicks. chicks. <laughs> I mean, I was okay. like, what? What are you about to say? I'm not going to say that nasty shit. You say plenty of that stuff sometimes. Okay. So, I yeah, won't he, say that on the on the on the. Air why not? Air. Who gives a shit? So he basically here he goes. Uh, He's like, no, nah, not right now. And then he goes, she goes, they, you want to see your guitars? Yeah, that's what I really want. And he goes and sees all of his guitars. And he's like, whoa. And he picks up the guitar and he can play great. Yeah, he's amazing. He ha- he's, amazing. he's playing that double guitar that he saw in his, when he went to hell or whatever. Wherever Does he play he that was? first here? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the one he picks up first. He's like, holy shit. Fun but fact. Like, mm-hmm. If you want to add, add this in. But a uh, fun fact is that it's a. Uh, Michelangelo Bateo from Manowar. 
He's famous for being the guitarist from Man no of War. No way! Is he yeah. the one that's playing the, the he guitar? He's doubling in all this, and he is. Uh, he would play the demon version, and he's actually doing. Every time you see the guitar being played, it's him. You're right. You're right. It yeah. is. Oh uh, he was God. in the band Nitro at the time. Oh shit! So uh, yeah, yeah. Um, he he's actually a pretty amazing guitarist. So wow. Uh, okay, uh, so they slapped that wig on him and made it look like he was playing him you too? only see hit when you see the hands playing the guitar oh that's they, it okay so they only He's show the, like the, his the, torso the guitar double yeah i got you okay. and i think he played the demon version but the reason is because the director of this movie had directed him in a music video of playing the guitar so oh, and i okay. think that's how he knew him so he called him up and he's like yeah I'll come over there and do that that sounds like fun so he showed up he can play amazing and they say well what's your what do you want to do now and he's like i know exactly what i want to do and this is crazy. All of the events of this day, uh, what's the name of it? Spastic Colon? Spastic Colon. Spastic Colon is still looking for band uh, guitarists. It's the same day. <laughs> this all happened. All happened in the same day within an hour so, or so. Wait, so he went from the pizzeria with the pizza sauce all over him and got rejected by the band. Went home. Then he went, well, went back no, to the pizza went place. Back to the pizza place. Then he went to see the voodoo woman. No, right. no, he went they home. went back to his home, ate pizza, and ate sat on pizza. the guitar playing his guitar, got yes. yelled at, which seemed like it was night. Then yes. he went to the voodoo woman, got what seemed like day. Then he got stabbed to death, went to hell, resurrected, and now is in a new place at the same time that they're still look, trying out members. Okay, I feel like this is a new day. It has it, to be. It's not because... The, He's it wearing the same. Be... He's wearing the same outfit. It doesn't matter. Blue... He could just be poor. No, not not Martin. I'm talking about the. Oh Johnny! Johnny. Oh Johnny's They're still wearing the crop top. And then... If we have to hire one of these numb nuts, then that's what we'll do. So when, when uh, so they go there. So Martin goes there with his backup women. He's got the three women now. By the way, their names are very confusing. I'm going to try really hard. I believe it's Michelle. Mm-hmm. That's one. Definitely. Martina. No, Martin. They're name, all M's. No, his name is Martin. They're I not know that. Have a Martina. What's, what's her? I know it's Michelle. Let me look. Uh, M- Monique, Michelle. Oh Marilyn. God. Is it? Yeah. Okay. It's Marilyn. Marilyn okay. and Monique. Yep. Yep. Okay. Three M's for some strange reason. I don't know what that. Why they named them all M names? Even he's Martin. Uh, well, Angel. Excuse so, me. He's Angel. Martin. Um, Angel Martin. He goes there, and this is when the band is trying out what looks like Seth Green in a big red wig. <laughs> what Seth Green? <laughs> a big red wig. I mean, it wasn't really him, but it just it looked, looked like. I, I, I'm so happy you said it later on because I was thinking it the entire time. This is Seth. You Green. usually point out this stuff. I actually stayed quiet on him because I was like, Who? I almost said it out loud. It's a Seth Green because you can tell it's a wig. Because oh the first of the hair is bad, but he also has a bandana around holding him. it on his. Oh, it's head. a sweatband actually holding yeah. it onto his head, and this guy's small. He looks like Seth Green. Like it's so weird. Um, oh he's playing with the band and they're jamming out, and they're uh, I don't know if they're doing. Uh, he's she's a virgin girl. I don't know if that's what they're playing, but I think still so. playing that same song. And that's when Martin comes in. And he's like, hey. I heard you're looking for a guitarist. Now, no one recognizes that this is the same guy who was just here with the, you know. Mm-hmm. They, no one can recognize his face. And uh, 
he walks off and he's like, I heard you're trying a guitarist. And that's why the Seth Green guy goes, uh, he, they already have one. And he's like, but you haven't heard me yet. So he unplugs Seth Green's guitar and puts it in. And he's like, whoa, man, what are you doing? And he starts playing guitar at the Seth Green guy. And they're like, let's listen to him. And he plays his guitar and it's incredible. He's just jamming out at them. And they're all in shock. <laughs> this guy's amazing. And that Seth Green guy just leaves. He goes, he hits the wall and goes, damn it. And yeah. just leaves. Like he knows there's no way I'm competing. Yeah. And they're like, uh, wow, I think you're in the band. And he goes, I know. I'm amazing. <laughs> and then they're like, uh, well, he, we have a, a big show. We're going to be playing for the Creeping Flesh. We're going to open up. The Creeping Flesh Tour. The Creeping Flesh Tour. They're looking for an yes. opening band. And there's going to be record executives. For I can't remember the name of this company, but it was funny. Uh, the record, record exec, executives are going to be there. And this could be our big break. Now, all you have to do, we can we do trials. You All you have to do is learn our music. And uh, when we have it all down, maybe we can all rehearse. He says, let me see the sheets of music. And he looks at them all for a second and he hands them back and goes, I got it yeah, all. Yeah, I got it. Like, he's he like, what knew. do you mean you got it all? And he goes, I got it all. And he's like, well, why don't you play this, the opening of this song? It's like tough, supposedly. They're all laughing. Like, Let, let's hear you do that. And he goes, this? And he goes, bah, 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 and he plays it really quick. And they're like, oh, shit. And then it sounded like shit, by the way. I thought it was terrible. And then he's like, but it should sound like this. And then he was just like, made it like more insane. It still wasn't that good to me. I mean, I'm glad that here's the thing. Like I, I, his wish was to be the most famous rock star on the earth. Um, I just feel like they should have. Like, he, he should have woken up and been in that world, you know? Like, you said you liked how he had, you know, he had to work up to being a rock star. But I just I feel like... I I just feel like he didn't actually get his wish. I mean, he just woke up in a new house with some, you know, groupies. Yeah. It, <laughs> he still had to audition for a crappy band. Yes, he had... And it's a shit band. I mean, they're trash. Yeah, I he mean, probably could have just gone on his own and got real professionals. Right. Right, he could have had. I, I, he could have started his own band. This is his wish. Part of the people. wish. His part of the wish is to get revenge on Johnny and the band by coming there and showing them about how amazing he is. Yes, but I guess. what is the end result here? He's well, I mean, and it does work out for him in the right way, but he I guess, fails but it, all. But it's it's odd. But I can see why they did it. They did it because they needed a lower budget. I mean, yeah. They couldn't have, like, actual people in an audience listening to music. True, true. Because uh, they can't afford that shit. Um, they can just cram a bunch of family members in a tiny did, club. And they do that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, he's like, uh, well, the big show's coming up. And he's like, I'm ready for it. You know, I'll be there. And uh, he's like, hey, and by the way, let's all celebrate that they were, uh, like, we're in, I'm in the band. Let's all celebrate at my house. And he's like, hey, Monique, give... Is that Monique? That's one She's of them. She's one of them. Yeah, Monique, give them the address. And uh, basically, he meets Tracy Lords here. Yeah, well, she walks in. She's she supposed walks to in. be the band's manager, and she's also the girlfriend of uh, Greg. Yeah. Greg is the other um, guitarist. The I other think. guitarist, yeah. And um, he's the one that wears the the, the Joey Lawrence outfit. And uh, that, Oh, no, no. He's the other one from Blossom. <laughs> the like other the, brother? The older brother. Oh, jeez. But either way, um, so he's uh, so she walks in and he's like automatically like, 
Ooh. Yeah, who are you? He's like, uh, she's like, I'm the manager. And he's like, well, I'm in the band now. And when he starts playing, she sees it and he's, she's like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah, this is the thing we were looking for. He's really good. Yeah, oh, he's amazing. Um, so he's like, I want everybody to come to my house for a party. And so the 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 group, the three girls and, and um, him, Martin, they all leave. And they're in the car and he's like, did you see them? I thought they were, they were going to cry. You were so good. You blew them away. And he's like, the other guitarist, he's like, yeah, I'm, I blew them away, you know. <laughs> um, so they go home and the girls all start making all hors d'oeuvres. And Martin walks in the room and grabs one of the snacks. The, the, <laughs> hors d'oeuvres. The fucking snacks. The hors d'oeuvres. And he picks one up and eats it and he automatically starts like throwing it up and spitting it everywhere. They said, oh, you can't eat. And he's like, they're like, oh. And they see that he was stabbed in the chest. The two girls in the kitchen. Then they say, oh, oh, I see what happened. And he's like, what, what's what's going on? And he's like, she's like, oh, you were, your soul was instantly taken. Just like, I can't remember the other girl. She's like, the, one of the other girls, it same thing happened to her. She got stabbed in the chest, and her soul was instantly ripped out of her. And now, because she was given what she wanted, she was actually dying of cancer. And she had uh, was shriveling away, like basically dying. And so she made a pact with the devil to look beautiful and live forever. But she, because they, they tricked her, the old voodoo woman, stabbed her in the chest and instantly removed her soul. She is now doomed. She can never eat because any food or anything that she puts in her mouth or digests will be poison to her. Yeah, she'll die. And she'll die. But the only thing she can eat is other souls. This is the stupidest right? So now because he was also stabbed in the chest, the same thing applies to him. He was given what he wants, but he has to eat souls. He can't t- eat or have any other foods. Yes, but what is amazing about this plot line is the fact that before she took his soul, the voodoo woman didn't tell him any of these things that well, he no, needed to know. Well, no, because it's the devil. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a trick. We'll right. give him your soul. We'll give you something, but you got to give us something back. But why is it the responsibility of the three concubines to tell him this? And also... When she, when when they came back, they came back. These three girls, they sold their soul to the devil as well to come back from what you know. Yeah, so I wanted to talk about that real fast too. Yeah, so why would their fate be to stay with this guy? Yeah, that's where I'm confused, and that's why I wanted to talk about it. So what we find out is that he like basically throws the one girl on the bed, and he finds out that in a reflection of silver. For some reason, the side of their bed has silver plating on it, mm-hmm. and they see he can see themselves like a reflection. But what he sees of her is a burnt girl. So he freaks out, and she's like, "What is it?" And he's like, "In the reflection, you look totally you look like a monster." And she's like, "When I I was burned, terribly burned." And I made a pact with the devil to look beautiful forever. Uh, and basically, she wasn't stabbed in the heart like he was or the other girl. She was just, the pact was, I'll give your beauty back, but you have to work 
for Martin or you have to work for what we tell you to do. So she's basically just like a slave to him. It's so weird. Yeah, it's weird. And the same thing happened to the other girl. She also, I think she was born mutated. They said she, said she, she had a yeah, mutation. She had some sort of um, like congenital scarring or something. Something like that. And so she also was given beauty and has to work basically for the devil what he wants. And so that means that they're concubines for, for Martin. And they seem okay with it. They're like all on board with doing or being Martin slaves. And what I get mad about is that Martin keeps reacting to that. Like, I, I hate it. Like, vile. Like, she was a burnt woman. I feel bad. I just, weirdest thing is I felt bad for the three other, the three women. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, she was dying. And, you know, and they, they were, and this woman was burnt. And they kept, and Martin keeps referring to her as a monster. Well, it's like terrible. Like, Jesus, because man, it's not her fault. She was burned. She I, was burned. The other one had cancer. And the other one had um, a birth defect. Yeah, I was and, like, God. Like, honestly, like, to be that terrible and mean like from the minute from minute one when we meet this schmuck yeah he is such a fucking turd yeah like i mean there's nothing about him that says okay i feel bad for him you know let's let let's make him a rock god let's give him his wish let this happen something you know let something good happen and no i don't want anything good to happen for him he is a freaking peeping tom he is He's a goof, and he's rude as fuck. Like, he's so nasty. Yeah, you think that he would be, like, kind of sympathetic because he was also, like, a bullied loser. And you think that he would be sympathetic to these girls and then have, like, some kind of bond with them, and it would be interesting? No, he's just like, ugh. He's so... I'm not touching any women. Yes. Oh my god. But then, like you, you get a scene of them like waking up together in bed, all all four of them. Yeah, which is odd. That he didn't care at that point what they might have looked like in the mirror. You know, it it just keeps switching back and forth. Like one minute he's you know rude and obnoxious to them, and then the next minute they're sleeping together. Yeah, it's weird. And and the one girl who also has to eat souls is like. You can't go for a long time without eating. You're going to start getting weak. You're going to start falling apart. You To get your strength back and get your powers back, you have to eat souls. You have to kill somebody, but with a specific dagger. So the, everybody comes over for the party. And that this is really funny because everybody comes over to the party from the band, but they also invited groupies. They have a whole bunch of people at this party. And uh, the voodoo woman shows up randomly shuffles throughout the party and all the all the people at the party are like that's a voodoo woman and tracy lord's like why are you guys saying that like how do you know that no like what everybody knows the legend of this woman like everybody's scared of her everybody in school knew when we were kids to be afraid of her uh she shuffles through the whole party and she goes with martin in the back and she basically tells him look you have to kill these people you have to give us souls, but you have to kill him with one of these weapons. And he, she gives him a little tiny little suitcase type thing and there's like knives all over it. It's like, yeah, it's like sacrificial daggers. Yeah, sacrificial and daggers. Like, it's like, okay, so It'll instantly the suck the soul out if they get stabbed or whatever. I mean, here's, this is why this guy does not deserve to live. He's such a piece of shit. Like someone 
tells you that. You have to kill another human being in order to keep yourself going. And he's not even moved by that. Well, he's like, whatever. Okay. Well, okay. Uh, what I love about this scene is that he, it's not even that where you're saying like, he, okay, he's given everything he's ever wanted. He's that self-centered anyways that he, of course, he's going to be like, I have to kill some people. But first he's like, I had to kill people? Why would you make me do... He's yelling at the woman. He's like, I can't do this. I'm not going to kill people. You never told me about this. And she's like, I gave you what you wanted. You asked for what you wanted, and I gave it to you. And now we're telling you this is what you have to do. And he's like, I don't know about it. And they're like, there's no question about it. You're going to be like a mortal, and you're going to be unstoppable. You can't die unless you eat something. You know, and also you have to, you have to give his souls and he's, and now this, my favorite part is that with all that information, he asks for more. He says, you told me I can have anything I desired. And I desired that, uh, Tracy Lords. He's like, I'm obsessed with her and I want her. And she's like, he's like, you you told me you can give me anything I wanted. She's like, I, I kind of did tell you that. Eh, I'll tell you what, I can't do it. But you can do it. You have to play your music to her to trick her into falling in love with you. And then do the spell on her and you can make her one of your concubines. The spell that he has to do on her is so convoluted. Yeah, it's weird. It involves... I don't even think I got it. A tub of water, a snake, some voodoo powder, her blood... He says, she says you have to boil her blood yes, and bathe and baptize her in this stuff? Yes, with the powder in the water, baptize her, and then also put her blood in the water? I didn't understand the snake. It doesn't make it. What the hell is there a snake involved for? I, I don't, don't know. even know what's happening. But he needs to do this ritual in order to make her his fourth concubine. And he just wants only her. So, Which is crazy. Like, women... And so from here on, women just throw themselves at her, oh. him. Oh, yeah. And Tracy Lords is the only thing he cares about. And it's not really even established enough. She's excited for him to be in the band. And she thinks he's talented. And she might be a little too nice to him. But not to the point where you think this is the only woman he wants in the world. Right. You know? Uh, especially in the opening, you think you think it would go back to the woman at the pizza place and go after her because he was spying on her. You think that he'd be into her? No, that's going to come back right now, and that's even more interesting. After all this information, he decides uh, with a group of people, uh, let's go get some food. And he's like, yeah, let's. I got a place. Let's go get some pizza. And they're like, yeah. And he's like, I got just the place. So he goes back to the pizzeria. Right, and uh, he he really is so awful to the women there. I I Wait, could did, not believe it. Did you just say he's so awful? Are you kidding me? This he's is literally assaulting here. them. Okay, that's what so- I'm saying. This is unbelievable. He this is a girl he's spying on. Obviously, he like might have the hots for her or did. You think that it would go somewhere? I don't think so. He just he, wanted to see a pair of boobs. He throws cheese in one girl's face. Right. And then he takes another girl and shoves her face in the pasta sauce and like drowns, tries to drown Almost her. Almost drowns it. her in the freaking 
huge pot of pasta sauce. I'm like, okay, first of all, why? I mean, I don't understand it. Like, he goes there, he wants to get free pizza, just, you know, impress his friends. Is that why? No, he goes there because he wants, like, basically his first revenge was on the band by walking in there and showing them he's better than they think he is. Then the second revenge is go back to my old work and tell them all fuck themselves, like, in my own way. Yes, but here's the thing about that and why that doesn't work out is because the girls that worked with um, Martin in the pizza place, they don't even recognize him. They don't recognize him, and there's also a guy working there that he messes with first that seems like Martin, like a new Martin. Yeah, he has the same look. He has the same exact look, and he's, like, belittling him, which is the same thing that people did to him, so I don't know why he would do it to them. This character is such a freaking jackass yeah well what's crazy is that Eldo Ray shows up the boss and he uh basically threatens he pulls out a knife one of his sacrificial daggers on them and it's like threatening at them and they're like uh he pulls out a shotgun I think and he's like "Ooh." Eldo Ray has a shotgun yeah. I, I would have already shot him he and, was harassing the girls yes and he actually just ends up stealing two pizzas and runs off with some of the members of the band laughing like the, if I was in the band I would be like dude no fucking way am I with this guy. This guy, this is insane. I mean, doesn't he, doesn't Aldo Ray get stabbed at this point? No, it, it's in a little bit. I think he leaves with the pizzas and uh, he goes back that night. And while he's closing, Aldo Ray is closing up the pizza place, he jumps at him in the dark and then they wrestle. And Aldo Ray is almost beating him up. This is an old man. Yeah, it's true. He's almost beating him up and he gets on top of him and he... The only reason he's able to kill him is that the other girl that also has to eat souls shows up and strangles Eldo Ray as he stabs her and stabs him. Mm-hmm. She basically gives him an assist. He can't do it on his own. Right. And then he, they suck his soul out. And, uh, and how you Martin do that is soul. you lie down on top of the person and suck out their soul. Well, the, the sword, the, the dagger seem to make the soul shoot out and they just like suck it in. It's bizarre. Sometimes it looks like it's a vampire thing, and sometimes they don't even go near it. It's like a neon green glow. Yeah, they they get green eyes like the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, it's, a, it's uh, silly. <laughs> yeah, and so I guess he gets his strength back. Uh, but that that leads to them going to do the uh, the 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 rock show. Yes. So they they show up to do the show. Okay, which is amazing because the best costumes happen here. The, I love this so much. Everything about this is so much fun. They go on this. Uh, they go on the stage. They they go to play, but the the singer Johnny decides to do heroin in the bathroom. Okay, Johnny. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, you want to talk is, about his outfit too? Okay. Can we just talk about how? For yes, we need to talk about that. But can we also <laughs> reference that if you do heroin before a rock show, wouldn't that make you sleepy? I mean, I mean, I'm not the foremost authority on this subject. But I was just going to say Nirvana, uh, Alice in Chains. I mean, uh, some of them probably did the best music in I their mean, lives on heroin. So I guess. I don't know. I, I just feel, feel like he would have been like <laughs> Who knows? lethargic. I don't know. You would think. I was overthinking this stupid movie. It could have movie. been morphine. It could have been something else that just like. Who knows what True. it is that he's ejecting? We don't even know. Yeah, but because like, he doesn't seem to get that high. I was just putting too much thought into this silliness. But he, his outfit. Can we just please? Okay, so my brother in like 1984 was in a band, and he 
wore this very outfit. It was the pink jumper. No, it was shiny red, all red spandex. I thought it was all pink. No, no, it was red. Everything he had on was red. He looked like, uh, like right. yeah, the red jacket. Too. Yes. It was all red. He even had the red satin bandana around his head. Like, my brother had that very outfit back then. And I was like, oh, my God. Now, my brother never became a freaking hair metal artist. But I just remember him having those pants. And I never knew where he got those pants. Like, where do you walk into a Kmart in 1984 and buy spandex, shiny pants? Wow, Kmart. I mean... Brings me back. I, I'm at a loss where this character bought this outfit. It is insane. And he was wearing, like, knee pads. Like, why? What yes. are you doing? He had knee pads. They were, like, yellow they knee pads. They weren't even knee pads. They were, like, it was, one of them was really thick. And it looked like he had stuff inside of it. It was huge. I mean, just picture, like, any of the... The workout videos yes, in he, the 80s. Like, yes. he looked the like physical, that. The uh, physical, Olivia yes. Newton-John's physical um, music video. He looks like he stepped out of that. It is and fantastic. It, it just doesn't go along with the, any other character in this band. Yeah. Like, there, he first of all, our main character, Angel, he looks like, you know, Tommy Lee or Nikki Six, And then you got the Blossom group. Yeah, and, and then I was gonna say that guy. I was thinking can't hardly wait's uh, Love Burger or whatever their name is. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, I'm a cowboy, and he's like, what? That doesn't make sense. And he's like, yeah. you look like a pirate. And he's like, well, I want to be a cowboy in the band. Why can't I be a cowboy? Yeah. But I mean, Johnny's outfit—it's just—it's the most extraordinary thing. It—it—I've never seen any singer, besides maybe like our band, maybe Dragon Sound. With this kind of look, totally dragon, and that is band. Miami Connection that we're referencing. But if if they if they the whole outfit, it's just nothing connects all of it with with the whole band. Nothing connects with this band at all. Okay, so this scene is amazing. Uh, first off, they're at the uh, the studio. There's also a really funny ad executive. He's also dressed in terrible clothes. He has long hair as well. He's got the rolled up sleeve uh, business suit, but I it's thought like shiny it was, yeah, gold. I, that's the guy I thought was Ric Flair. No, no, not no? that one. That's, there's two executives that come in after that. But no, there's like a little Weasley guy that talks oh, to him first. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's Troy Donahue, isn't it? No. No? Which one's Troy Donahue? The other one with the smoking the cigar. There's two a- executives oh, that Jesus. come over and talk to them. One looks like Ric Flair. It's not him. I looked it up. I thought it was Ric Flair <laughs> as well. I afford Ric Flair. 100% thought it was him. I was like, wow. <laughs> well, I was like, weird to have Troy Donahue, who's also like an all, all-star B-movie all-star. He, this is another actor who's in Cry Baby as well with uh, Tracy Yes, Lawrence. but he didn't have anything to do in this. Uh, no, he only he only filmed for one day. But he's like the third build or the second build on this. Yeah, movie. just because he was the only person with a, with a name at the time. Yeah, well, him, um, Aldo Ray as well. He's third. Right. Like these are the, because there aren't shitloads of stuff. And we've seen a lot of movies with Troy Donahue too as well. If you look on IMDb, half these actors don't even have a photograph. Yes, they half of them don't even yeah. Um so uh <laughs> this band shows up they go to play and now first off the that like you were saying, the family, this uh gig that they're playing is exactly just like maybe twenty people in a tiny little it's just a stage. I don't know what this... This looks like a high school 
auditorium maybe like the, I mean, that's it all it, it is. doesn't look like a bar or anything like that no nothing like that nothing. It, they actually have a kiddie pool with sodas in it <laughs> on the back of the stage <laughs> that made me laugh my ass off isn't that how they did it back then <laughs> kiddie pools with some ice in it that's I wild I, I couldn't get enough of that <laughs> oh my god uh so nothing says rock like heavy metal than like a kiddie pool with sodas in them the, the band goes on stage, and that's where Johnny is just kicking up a storm. He throws his jacket. He's singing. Uh, uh, the Virgin song again? Yeah. Get on my knees. And, oh, and, uh, my God. The, the, the people in the audience are like, what the fuck is this, right? Like they, they, they totally reject him. Yeah. Like, they just reject him as a singer. They're just like, They're and like, so I think that. But um, Johnny's, uh, but Martin is kicking ass on guitar. Yes, he is. So he just like, you know. Throws Johnny overboard. And well, yeah, as he's jumping around on stage playing guitar, and everybody's like, "Wow, the guitarist is amazing," but the guy can't sing. Well, this guy is just like flamboyant terrible. for the oh, for the band. God. It doesn't make sense for the music. But that's where Martin finally pushes him out of the way and starts singing a heavy metal version of the the um, "She's a Virgin" song, whatever it is. Yes. Uh, and he finally bumps Johnny into the audience and gets rid of him. And then they t- take over fully. So Johnny is forced to storm out pissed off of the club. Yeah, so now Martin is singing the song and playing guitar. And he kind of just took over as lead singer. Takes over the whole band. Literally threw him off the stage. Threw Johnny off the stage and said, fuck you, yeah. get out. And uh, when Johnny's leaving, they actually start playing Purple Haze. Yeah, I was like, that's when I said to you, I'm like, how do they get the rights to do this? But yeah. I guess it's just a cover, because right? it's a so, cover, but you still usually have to, I don't know, in a movie? It's kind of weird. I, mean, I don't know how that works. they didn't have any budget to pay anything. I was wondering about that, too. There's no way. I mean, look at the way that Johnny dresses in this. I mean, there's no, <laughs> nobody, there's no wardrobe department. He he got that from his sister's closet. Love it. I um, mean, there's no way he, they actually made that costume for him. There's no way. Well, Johnny storms out into the parking lot, and he gets all... He's just cursing up a storm to himself. He's like, that's not even my... Uh, you know, they're not even playing my songs anymore. That wasn't supposed to be on the set list. These are my songs. And he gets all the way to his car, which is a shitty little car, and he figures out that, oh, I left my keys in my jacket that I threw off stage. No, the funny thing that I was dying laughing about in this scene was when he goes to his car, and he's feeling his... Oh, that's right. He's filling the spandex like there's some pockets uh, in there. Bro, your balls are literally about to pop through there and you're looking for pockets? How do you think you have keys attached to your body wearing this fruit roll-up that you're wearing? so much. Like, his junk is, like, bursting out of this pair of pants and i can't you can't even call it a pair he's literally in a fruit roll-up he is it's a fruit roll-up and no... he's looking for a pocket where he left his key he's I'm like mad. feeling his pockets he has no pockets i'm mad that he doesn't have a fanny pack oh my god he, st- he should have had a fanny pack here but yeah apparently he left it his wallet and his keys in the jacket that he threw so he tries to go back into the club, but the bouncer is like, hell no. And he's like, no, I'm with the band. I'm the singer. Like, how does this guy like, not I know? I can hear a singer playing. You're not oh the singer. God, he's like, they kicked me off. Take- they kicked me off the stage, but I left my wallet and keys. Can you- I got to go get them. First They're like, all, no. 
why would he even bring his wallet and keys on stage at all anyway, first of all? But then also, this stupid security guard, can you take one look at Johnny and realize that he's just not a pedestrian? Okay, he's not a freaking, uh, you know, he's just not a, a, a civilian. Maybe he, he came from the Planet Fitness. Who I knows? mean, he, he looks like he's, he's straight out of Olivia Newton-John's physical video. I love it so much. I mean... He, he, Johnny goes and sits on his car and mopes. He's clearly a member of the band. Okay, so here's another great moment. Uh, G uh, Martin is playing Purple Haze, and he's playing, and there's a woman in the front row who's, like, all about him, and he's, like, staring at her. You think that he's staring at her sexually? No, he vomits on her. Oh, my God. Okay, it's Linda Blair vomit. It's green. He just throws up. I thought it was yellow here. But no, he does throw up green throughout the rest. Green. It was neon green vomit. In the whole entire movie, he's throwing up neon green. I thought every other scene but this one. It was, was so gross. And but the he, woman doesn't even seem bothered oh, by it. She she's seems like, grossed out by it. But everybody's like, fuck yeah. But she still stands there. Everybody in the audience is like, hell yeah. And she's like, ugh. And then they show the two executives, one of being which is uh, Troy Donahue, which we mentioned already, and the Ric Flair looking guy. And they're both like... <laughs> Fucking awesome. This is awesome. I mean... Uh, he just threw up on a girl. This is cool. It was so gross. And the audience was like all into it. I'm like, oh no. They're into it enough that he can keep playing and everybody's so friggin' into this music in that he's throwing up on people in the audience. It's so gross. I couldn't believe he threw up on her. I was like, what the fuck is this I now? I mean, what was the point of that? <laughs> Just throw up. <laughs> well, after the show, he goes into the. He says he's going to use the restroom. Every, Tracy Lords is like hanging on him, and the exec because he goes and talks to the executives in the back, and the executives are like, "That was amazing." And uh, Tracy Lords is like, "You're awesome," and she's like hugging on him, and her boyfriend is just like pissed like what the fuck you know and he talked to the executives they're like uh we haven't seen anything like that in a long time we want to um talk about signing you well we'll make you this offer and he goes well i think i'm gonna shop around my offers and they're <laughs> like whoa and he's like yeah i'm gonna look around if i'm that good i think i'd probably deserve a better you know payout we deserve more money and they're like whoa 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 what if we set up a meeting? We could talk. And he's like, we'll meet up first thing in the morning. He goes, I, I sleep in. We'll meet at noon. <laughs> this is what bog boggles my mind about this about the situation. Like, he's clearly, like, well above everybody else in this band. Why does he stick with this band? He literally is, he can't stand the other guitarist, Greg, who is dating Tracy Lords. And then he does get along fine with the drummer. He seems, well, they all like him, and they're like, holy shit, that but was amazing. We all sound so much better now. Yeah, but the way he's so elevated now, it seems like he could just go out on his own. Like, you know, he, he doesn't need these, you know, fools anymore. That's the way I see it. Like, no, yeah, I absolutely agree. I like, you think that the, the, the executives are like, let's get you with a better band. Right. But, yeah, no, uh, these executives are like... They get talked into, okay, yeah, 12 o'clock, we'll meet you at the office, you know? And he's like, okay, I'll be there then. And the executives, he leaves the executives, and the executives get a scene where they just talk about They go, I haven't seen anything like that since uh, since that guy bit off the bat's head. And the other guy's like, yeah, who was that? Oh, my gosh. And they're like, I, I don't know. 
I don't remember who did that. Oh, me neither. Oh my! I don't know what, if this was supposed to be really funny. Like I they're mean, so out of touch. Yeah, I don't really. It, it was not funny. At I don't all. understand that at all. I love that this movie is bordering on comedy. They know it's funny and they're bordering there. It's almost like spoofy, but it also feels like they're taking it seriously. So it's kind of like oh, they're definitely taking it seriously. They, in some, they know it's a joke though. In That's some what's scenes, odd. I'm like, wait. Uh, we didn't talk about when he killed Aldo Ray, by the way, their play, every time he attacks somebody or there's an attack in the scene, which I love, is it has an attack music. Yes. It, uh, fight music constantly starts and stops when fights stop. <laughs> it's so funny. And also, it's a ripoff of um, Dr. Feelgood from Motley Crue. It's a complete ripoff. I mean, of it. it could be a ripoff of any hair no, it's a, song. No, it's do 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 Like, it's, it's almost exactly like it. I mean, it, I'll, it's I'll put just, it side by side. Yeah, here, but, go ahead and put it side uh, by side. But. It's, it's so funny. It's just like a ripoff version. And it always starts up when people are fighting. Oh, let me clean that up for you. So yeah, he goes. To the, he goes. I'm gonna use the bathroom. Everybody's like, "Let's party in the back and everything." He's like, "I have to use the bathroom." So he goes and hides in the bathroom because he's starting to get weak because he hasn't had a soul and he used all that power on stage. Mm-hmm. He he looks out over. It turns out like the bathroom has a back door and a window, and he listens outside and he sees groupies talking outside and a uh, one girl standing alone, and her friends leave. And so he goes out there and talks to the girl and he goes up to her and she's like, oh my God, you're the, the guy on stage. You're amazing. And he's like, thanks. I wanted to get away. Do you have anywhere we can go? And she's like, my car is right over here. And he's like, perfect. So he walks her to her car and gets in the car with her. And uh, Johnny's sitting on his car weeping, basically, and sees him go to the car with that girl. Yeah, so Johnny's all like, "What the hell's going on He's here?" Like, I'm gonna get revenge. So he fucking he get he he picks up a, a stick. It's not even a stick. Like, it's like half a log, like a log or something. It's and long. He like I mean I'm like oh my god, what's Johnny gonna do here? So he picks up this log, and he walks over to the car. Um, well, before he even gets to the car, though, but, he's talking to that girl onto uh, sex. Yeah, in just the before car. he gets into the car, just before Johnny opens the car door, the uh, you know Martin's all. Martin, um, Angel Martin. Hi, Angel. Like, an, oh, sorry, Angel is all like, you know, trying to coerce this girl and she's... Not even trying, she's in. I mean, she's in, yeah. And she so she just like takes... Yeah, it, there's so many gratuitous boobs that are like in this oh, yeah. movie for no reason. But yeah, so he, she takes her top off and all of a sudden he, he stabs her. Well, he says, he says the immortal line. She says, well, where are we going to go? And he goes, well, my dear. You're going to heaven, and I'm going to hell. <laughs> That's right. And she looks down at his crotch like three times. Yeah. That scene. Like, that like, is a oh, weird scene. She keeps looking God. down at it like he's got it out. Yeah. And so. I then, didn't know where they were going with that. And so at that moment is when. He stabs her and sucks her soul he out. Stabs her, sucks her soul out, and then Johnny enters. It. Yeah, he had opened the door like a Back to the Future moment. Hey, you, yeah. get your damn hands <laughs> off her. Yeah, and he sees that he turns, and he's got the glowing green eyes. And Johnny screams like oh a my. little girl. Can you I insert that scream here? All right, shithead, you just... <sighs> ah! 
because it is the best scream. It's I was amazing. Dying. I was like, Johnny, I wish you were the main character. I wish you were the hero of this movie. I wish you were. He too. screams like a little girl and runs. And now when he gets a whole run scene where he's like, Martin chases him. He's running like a little girl. Oh, and, it's and he's great. screaming. It was amazing. I, it was like my favorite scene in the movie. But unfortunately for Johnny, Martin catches him. Yeah. And he gives one last female scream. And he's murdered. And <laughs> Poor his soul is sucked out. You know, yeah. that's such a waste of a good outfit. And the best part about this is the rest of the band find out Martin's dead. I mean, Johnny's dead. Yeah. And it was another girl killed, too. It's so crazy. Anyways... Yeah, let's so, go to the executives and yeah. get a, a, a... Let's go get our record deal. Who gives a shit about Johnny? Well, before they even go, I believe that he's coming on to um, Tracy Lords. I think he comes on to her a lot more heavier. But the thing is, she actually goes and leaves with him. Because uh, her boyfriend also leaves with another girl to get like her jealous. And she's like, yeah, I'll go with you, Johnny. Uh, Martin, I'll go with you home or whatever. Angel Martin. Hi, Angel. I'm Lindsay Roberts. I manage the group. Welcome to the band. But when she gets home, he tries to do that spell on her with the snake. Mm-hmm. He tries to get her in the hot tub with him, with the snake and the voodoo thing and do the whole guitar thing. And it seems to be a little bit working, but she's like, no, I love my boyfriend. And I want to leave. And he's like struggling to get her. So she actually gets away. But she's like not understanding that he's trying to do anything to her it's just like one of those mishaps where he she gets away without noticing anything's happening uh and that keeps happening like the boyfriend is just like jealous as all hell and shows up and they keep fighting and it's really odd the tracy lords uh i keep saying tracy lords is it yeah tracy lords yeah her name's Lindsay. yeah she it's a running thing in the movie that for some reason martin's obsessed with her i don't know why and she seems to be almost into him as well, and I don't know why either. I mean, well, because he's like, you know, a great guitar player. I guess that's it. it. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean... Uh, <laughs> what else is there? It's so weird. There's nothing fantastic about this well, guy. They go he's to an the... asshole, to be honest. Yeah, and they do the meeting, and they're listening to a rap song that's just horrendous it's like some guy just trying to rap but it's totally a guy just trying to rhyme <laughs> it's amazing they walk in and they go this is another group we just found angel angel everybody come on in sit down have a seat we well, just listened to the cut of mother's boys our latest discovery the present company accepted no, I don't like working, that's not for me. No, I don't like nothing. How you don't doing? Come free. Pimp my girl, but I couldn't make bail when I dragged her off and throw the buddy in jail. This is a joke, right? It sounds like shit, you know? <laughs> and they're like, well, I wasn't about this. And he's like, if you like, some people like crap, I guess. He's like, some people like yodeling. I don't know. Anyways, let's get down to business. And he, he basically strong arms them into agreeing to his terms. And he makes the band a lot of money. And they also get points on the back. They get like 20, 20 points out the back end or something like that. or And they make 200 and something thousand. Yeah, and that's their sign-on bonus, isn't it? The two, I think they make I'm 200 like, up front. 
It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter, but he gets them into agreeing that, so they get the contract. The band is super happy, but when they get outside, he talks her into um, Lindsay about going meeting up with her at six, him at six o'clock at his house. And then she's like, "Is this going to be?" He's like, "I'm telling you, I love my boyfriend," and he's like, "It's a, you're supposed to be my manager. This is a manager meeting." And she's like, "Are you sure it's just business?" And he's like, "Yeah." So she's like, he's like, break off your plans with your boyfriend because this is about the band's managing. Yeah. So instead so, of saying then what's they get the whole band together there. Right. Why why does she go along with she this? She just goes idiot. along with it. And she basically gets into a fight with her boyfriend a little bit. And uh he's so funny because he's like, I can't come I can't go to dinner tonight. I have to do something. And he's like, I thought we were gonna have sex. And she's like, Will you stop and get in the car? <laughs> And I'm like, wow, I can see why she's like thinking about Martin because, you know, the, the boyfriend's a fucking idiot. You I know? mean, he, he is, but I, I don't know. I, I kind of feel bad for him in a way because it, she's just doing that like push and pull thing with him. It is odd. It's so odd that she even likes Martin. It's, it's just weird. Yeah. Uh, so she goes, uh, she does go, um, she's going to go over to the house. But before she comes over, Martin goes home and gets, you know, home or whatever. He's reading magazines on the couch. I think he's reading some cooking magazine, which is funny because he can't eat. And uh, it turns out that the girl, the other girl who needs to murder people, has uh, invited a groupie over to eat. That weren't her soul. And uh, she comes, she gets over the house. (laughs) Well, first I think uh, Lindsay, Lindsay comes first over the house, I think, before the groupie. And when Lindsay gets there, he basically is like, I'm in love with you and I want to be with you. And he like kisses her and she kisses him back. I mean, she really does. She puts he, like, her arms around. her ass. I was like, like, wait a minute. I know. And it's really, and then she goes, no, I can't. And he's like, you can. She's like, but what about my boyfriend? She's like, Br-, he's like, break up with him. And then she's like, I-, I don't know if I can. He's like, I, I got to go to dinner with him. And so she's, he, he's like, then go to dinner with him, but then come back here. But after. he's so douchey. Like he he says, "Oh, you can go to dinner with him, but you come right back here." And she's like almost compliant. She's like, "Well, okay." Yeah. Like it, okay, I'll come back. But here. I kind of got the impression she wasn't going back, even though I like, did. I thought she was totally in. But she totally didn't. She didn't. Oh, because well. This, this is what really, this is crazy, right? Because the moment she leaves the house, the boyfriend shows up, not seeing her on the road or down the path or anything. He just comes to the house right after that and knocks on the door and says, is Lindsay here? Where's my girlfriend? And he's like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. She's not here. And he's like, are, he's like, are you after her? Are you trying to break us up? And he's like laughing. He's like, this is where it was like Jim Carrey because he's really funny in the scene. The guy who's playing Martin. He's yeah. like, what's the matter? And he's like, you're trying to get between us. And he's like, oh, no. <laughs> we were laughing so hard at the actor. Yeah, um, he was hamming it up. It's so funny. And he's like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. And he's like, get the fuck out of my house or whatever. And uh, he leaves and he's like freaking out. But when he gets outside, he's got the drummer or whatever the hell we said it, this guy is. The drummer. The drummer's he, in the car waiting the car. for him. Yeah, he's driving. And uh, he's like, Oh, and before he leaves, the boyfriend, he sees a reflection of Silver again for some reason. Because only in Silver you can see the reflection of the women. one of the guitars. You can see the reflection oh, okay. of 
either Michelle or Monique, one he of them. He sees the women in the reflection all messed up. And he's like, what the hell? And we forgot to talk about this, but the guy who was the drummer also was in a hot tub stoned making out with one of those girls. And he saw a reflection in a bottle mm-hmm. of her as messed up. And he goes, I must be really high. You look totally weird in this bottle. Right? And, <laughs> and he so, dismissed it because he's just like, oh, I've been drinking. Yeah, I've been drinking. High. He didn't care. And then when the... The boyfriend gets back in the car. He says to her, I just saw the strangest thing. I saw a reflection of her and she looked messed up. And he goes, you know what? I saw the same thing, but I thought it was high. And he goes, but I'm not high. And I just saw it. And then they look up and they see a girl get in the house. And that the boyfriend instantly goes, that's Lindsay getting in the well, house. Well, in all fairness, it was a blonde girl, you know, and they only saw her yeah. from the back. Editor's note. A uh, strange voice uh, caught on this tape here uh, that isn't one of us. It seems like a v- female voice saying, yep. Talking yeah. from the back. I- uh, yeah, just wanted to put that for any EVP fans. You know, and they only saw her yeah. from the back. I guess. So they thought that it oh, was her. Oh, it doesn't her. look like her. Well, no. Totally but- different hair and everything. No, she did have blonde hair. It was a little bit curlier, but she yeah, did have blonde curly. hair. So, like, looking from afar, you'd be like, oh, shit. You know, that's my girlfriend's or whatever. So, he runs out of the car, and he tells the guy, the drummer, he's like, go get the police. Go get the police. Yeah, you get the police. I'm going to go investigate and make sure Lindsay doesn't get hurt because something weird's going in the house because I saw monsters in a reflection. Well. That, not even monsters. She just burned. She's like a burn victim. It's, like, so I know. It's so terrible. It's like, terrible. It's, it's like, that's terrible it's man it's very mean for no um, reason but like the the, the so, next thing that happens here is that the girl who's just prey she's just prey for the the demons this is the groupie that i was talking the about groupie, before yeah she's just there you know to i guess she she probably thinks she's you know at a rock star's house and she's going to get laid and all that stuff and whatever she was there to party do, do you want to talk about when she when he's reading the magazine so, and she looks at him and she says all that stuff yeah so she he's reading the cooking magazine just sitting on the couch like a dope and she's in a bikini top and she for some reason just whips it off and says you want to have some fun? no she says oh i think all three of us are gonna have a good time tonight yeah, like and then, and then she, he just looks twice and goes back to his magazine. Like he cannot be less interested, yeah. obviously, because he knows that she's there as a sacrifice. So she's just like, okay. So she goes back in the room, and he hands his knife to uh, the girl, and he's like, one of the Killer. girls is Monique. Uh, yeah. I think it's Monique, and he hands this, the sacrificial dagger to her. So she goes in there and tries to kill this girl, but the girl fights back. It was pretty epic. And the music starts. And the music starts. As they Benny Hill fight her around the house. Yes, and so she makes her way from the bedroom to the living room and then to the kitchen where they finally take her out. Yeah, they take her out in the kitchen. They stab her. I think they, they keep fighting her. It's actually kind of funny, like her trying to escape gonna, them as they're trying to get yeah, with the music starting. I wanted her to make it. But really the, did. As they kill her, the boyfriend sees it outside. He sees it through the window, so he's like freaking out. He doesn't go in there because he knows he'll be killed. But... The next shot, you see them standing over her body, and there's a knock at the door, and it's the rest of the band with the police. And the, and so, before they answer the door, um, Angel Martin's like, all right, you clean this mess up, I'll get the door. And so he answers the door nonchalantly, and there's nothing that the police can even do there, because, I mean, there's 
no, really, there's no evidence that anything has happened. Yeah, he even, the boyfriend grabs one of the girls and shoves her in front of the mirror and says, look at her reflection, and there's nothing wrong because it's a real mirror. Right. But the cops are like, whoa, let go of that woman, and they like throw him out, and they're like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, it turns out that they hid the woman's body in the dish dishwasher. Her feet are sticking out when they okay. open it. How deep is this dishwasher? I, they folded her up. Three women yep. folded this woman up and stuck her in the I damn... Mean, uh, even if you take out the so dish funny. racks from inside a dishwasher, yeah. you're not fitting a grown woman no. in there. So good. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, even if, So, uh, <laughs> you know what's funny, by the way? Because they murdered... He murdered uh, Johnny, and he murdered that girl at the club, and they also killed the pizzeria guy. A cop is looking for them. He's looking right. for Martin. Yes. And he actually comes to the house earlier in that day. We completely forgot about this. Uh, yeah, they kill and, him and, and they shove him in a closet. The two girls that don't kill people for souls, they're just working for Martin. They they ha end up killing him because the girl says the sacrificial dagger's behind him. And she's trying to tell her to hide it with her eyes. But instead she grabs and she stabs the cop. And then they're like, oh shit, I didn't want you to stab him. I just told you to hide it. And then uh, she pulls his gun out, and she ends up shooting him. But before he dies, the girl runs out and eats his soul. And she's like, oh, thank you. you know. And they're like, we did it for you. That was a we, hearty and meal. And like, wow, thank you it's so like much. breakfast in bed. Thank you. And, <laughs> and, and uh, they're like, he's, she's like, oh, you know, sometimes you eat a person's soul, and it really tastes good. And other times it's like, damn, that guy was boring as shit. That tastes like crap. Right, I know. I love this kind of stupid shit that comes out of nowhere. I mean, it, it and again, they're playing me. that music when they're fighting at this cop. It's like, but anyways, uh, Martin. After the cops leave uh, from the boyfriend, Martin says, and they show that the woman stuffed in the uh, the dishwasher. He says, "For now on, we eat out. We don't eat, we don't we don't eat at home. We eat out now." Right? And then he goes to throw something in the closet, and that's when the cop's body falls out. And he goes, "Girls." <laughs> It was very comical. It's so the body's standing straight up it's and he amazing. falls out of the closet. Oh my god! He doesn't even question who the hell is this guy. He just says, "Ah, it's like a sitcom." All of a sudden, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so he, uh, the boyfriend, runs back to Tracy Lords and it's like tells her everything that's happening and what happened that night. And she, Tracy Lords is like, "You're insane," and I don't think I want to be with you anymore. I think I need time apart. And he's like, "You're into Martin," and she's like. I don't know what I feel, but I have to have figure it out. So I, I think th at this point, what happens is uh, one of the girls uh, finds out it's the one girl that was the burn victim. She, she finds out that Martin, his plan is to turn Tracy Lords into one of the concubines. And uh, she's like, why? And she he's, gets jealous and he's as like, hell. Because I want her. I desire her. And he's, she's like, I'm everything you, you know, I, I'm what you should want. I can do anything for you that she can do. And he's like, yeah, I'm not into you. And she gets very jealous and pissed off. And so she goes to Tracy Lord's house to yeah. fuck her up. And um, she actually goes to kill her. She's yeah, like, kill her with a switchblade. Yeah. So she has a, a knife and she's just. We have the fight music starts. Up about to, yeah, so she attacks her, and they, they fight, and they roll on the floor, and blah, blah, blah. And 
you know, Angel Martin, he's like, you're not going to take my broad. That's my broad. And he comes in and he stabs his concubine. Yeah. And she, you see her corpse on the floor and she's like deteriorating and turning into like ashes. Yeah, she's turning into the burn. She turns into all the stages of uh, being burned alive. Yeah. Yeah, and so she's gone. Like yeah, that's she just it. completely disappears from the shot. Yeah, so he, um, so Angel, basically kidnaps Tracy Lords. Yeah, he's chucking her around. She looks like she falls on her head like three times in the scene. I mean, she does. I mean, he throws her, and then she hits her head. She looks like yeah, it's bad. And looking. she's completely passed out. And then you cut to the scene where they're in the auditorium, and she he puts her. Okay, so he's trying to do this ritual where she'll be his concubine forever. So the voodoo woman told him about the ritual. You have to pour the, you know, the water and the blood in there and all that shit. You have to mix it in together with the snake. Why the snake? I don't know. But there's... very important information though is that the boyfriend has come to the conclusion that the voodoo woman is some kind of is working with Martin. So he goes to her Yes, and that's because he saw her at that party. At that party. That's it. That's and all so talk. he goes to her and, you know, he she tries to coerce him into selling his soul as well. Yeah, she actually tells him about the poison food because he says, how do I stop him? And she's like, there is no way to stop him. The only way is to make him eat and you can't force him to eat. Right? And then he's like, well, what can I do? And she's like, I can give you what you desire, but you have to make a pack. And He's about to do it, but then he realizes she's going to stab him so she's able to fend him off. And then it's when she's like, you, you made a big mistake. He's going to kill you. Yeah, yeah. oh, he's like, fuck you. I'm getting out of here. Yeah, I don't so need any of this out. biz. But this is a great scene because he goes to an army surplus store. Where they have, like, rationed food. So, yeah. like, toothpaste. toothpaste. But it's a tube of food. Like yes. sustenance of some sort. Yes. Paste. And it's just it's paste. paste and it tastes like coconut. By the way, it's a coconut flavor on it. That great. And so I was like, what is this? And so that's what he takes well, in order to force feed. Well, he. Uh, can we talk about the kid? Okay, well, you're going to insert the clip because it's just outrageous. <laughs> this is another wildly weird moment. He's at an army surplus store and there's a little kid asking the owner of the store. He says, Here. Murder for money, kid. There's some great comic books next door. Comic books? That's for fads. Keep the change. The, the guy gets hit in the head with money, does not react at all. No, he's just like, whatever. But And then he gets the next question from the boyfriend character who says, hey, do you have anything that can make me um, uh, force feed food to somebody? I don't suppose you'd have anything that could like pry somebody's jaw open so you could force feed them this stuff, would you? No. But the stuff doesn't taste that bad. Anyways, he have- so he buys that paste and he's going to get them. And uh, he... He get when well, no, they bring the girls all, the two girls that are alive, and Martin carries uh, Tracy Lords knocked out into the auditorium again to uh, practice the band, and they tell the guard at the, the the front, if you see the boyfriend character, we changed him. He's not in the band anymore. Don't let him in. Right, but what he's really there for is to do that ritual on her. 
Yeah. So and and then he's like, "Hey, what's with the girl?" And he's like, "Ah, groupies, you know. This happens to me all the time." And he's like, "Must be nice. <laughs> Must be nice to have a passed out girl on you all the time." Uh, so he goes in, and that's when he's going to sacrifice Tracy Lords, and he tells the other two girls to fend them off. But unfor- um, fortunately, I guess for the boyfriend. He's able to shove the tube of toothpaste in the one girl's mouth that actually needs to eat the souls. And she turned. It's actually back at the house. Yeah, that happens. Before they even get there. Yeah. Um, She fends her off. He fights her off with the music again. The whole fight scene happens. He puts the tube of toothpaste in her mouth. And uh, I don't know why she swallows it. She does. She could just spit it out, but she doesn't. She doesn't. She dies. And she turns into uh, a cancer patient. Yeah. And I felt really bad. I know. I was like, okay. I don't think this woman wanted to kill people. But I don't think she did either. I mean, she was just someone in pain that asked for help. I'm like, that sucks, you know? Like, that's terrible. It does. I just feel like they should have, you know, if they sold their soul, soul to the devil, they should have yeah. had a better a better gig than this. And, you and, know. And being... again, this is one of those moments where the guy reacts like, ew. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He uh, this Angel Martin character, he's such a piece no, of No, this shit. is the boyfriend. The boyfriend's like, "Oh." Oh, that's right. It was Greg. Yeah. It was Greg and he's like, "No, I didn't, he didn't say ooh." He, he's like freaking out when he sees what their faces look like. Well, because he's probably just in shock. He didn't realize that that would happen. You know? I guess. I mean, I, I, Yeah, whatever. I mean, who would realize that that would happen? But yeah, getting back to Angel, first of all, can we just say that he ties her up? He ties Tracy Lords up in this kiddie pool and a chair in the kiddie pool. It's that kiddie pool from the back with the sodas in it. Yes. It comes back. And there's no, um, like, she's barely even tied up. There's no reason why she can't get out of this. Yeah. But the best part is the other band that's on tour with them in the Creeping, Creeping Flesh. Flesh tour, they come into the the theater and see all of this happening on stage with Tracy Lords and stuff. And they think it's some kind of a show. They think that they're pra- he's practicing. The band that's going to tour with them is going to practice. And they're seeing his... They think it's all like a stage show. Right. So... They sit in the audience and they watch. They sit there in the audience and they watch all this. And so the, the boyfriend comes in. Well, he he actually has to fight off the other girl. Yeah, he fights off. There's another girl and he has to fight her off and he... He shoves a toothpaste in her so, mouth, but yes, she, it but doesn't she, do anything to she her. She spits it out this time. Well, no, she, she can't die from that. She can eat. She did not. Only two of them can have to get, can't eat. It's a Martin and that other girl that died. They need to eat souls. The other two don't. They just made a pact to be concubines. That's right. So then they're fighting. He's fighting the girl. Yeah, she shoves a toothpaste in the toothpaste and it's just hanging out of her mouth. It looks like she's rabid. It does. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, how did she die? So she's chasing him with an axe. Yes. And um, he takes the guitar that prized the guitar from the other band member that's um, that's, part, right. uh, that's on the tour of the, the Creeping Flesh tour. He When they came in, this band, he made mention that, oh, this is my prized guitar. Well, that prized guitar gets smashed over the girl's head and she's, she dies. That's how she dies. Okay. So then he creeps on stage and he attacks Angel from behind and they tussle and they... they um, you know, they, I guess Tracy Lords gets loose. He, well, no, I don't think he she ever gets loose until the end happens. Well, the whole thing is they're fighting on stage, and the all this like, happening. And the other wow. band is sitting in the freaking 
um, stand and like all the seats and stuff. They're so, like, like this is awesome. they're loving this. Yeah. And then Angel's <laughs> eyes start glowing green, and they he's think throwing up like, green too. Yeah, and he's throwing up green, and the, these guys don't think anything of it. But oh my god, this is an amazing stage show. Yeah. Like okay, well, how, how do you make the eyes go green? Oh, it's like they, nobody yeah. even. They actually, one of them actually jokes around that like, but oh, they really need a bigger tub though, because yeah. they're in the kiddie pool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, my God. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, they come out. Johnny, oh, whatever the boyfriend is, fights uh, Angel. And I wish it was Johnny. I'm sorry I said that. I wish it was. Aww, I'm just thinking rip. of him. So, um, Rest in peace, Johnny. They have a fight. They tussle. They have the whole music playing. They go back and forth. He's uh, trying to hit him with the guitar. Uh, he keeps dodging it. It goes back and forth. Finally, he's able to... I, does he take the dagger? No, so what he does is he takes a syringe. That's right. He injects he him with the paste. Injects him into the throat. Very smart. With the paste. And then he starts bubbling up on the side of his face and his whole yeah, fucking Mark. head explodes. It explodes it all explodes. over. explodes. Yeah. And the band is in the audience and they all stand and they up and cheer cheering and clapping. Because they think it's a freaking show. Yeah. It's amazing. I was like, oh my God, this is too good. It's too good. He's able to get... Uh, untie her they they walk out she says don't forget your guitar he throws the guitar away and says screw music <laughs> basically and we think it's over but then there's one more shot of the seth green character not really seth green the not seth green character sitting on a bench sad that he lost the uh, being in the band by the way it must have only been a day that this all happened all because in a day. because that kid is still thinking about his tryout, and that's when he sees that the the voodoo woman is sitting next to her, and her eyes turn green when she looks at him. Finn. Finn. And I loved it. I loved it so much. This movie definitely falls into the category of so, so bad, bad it's good. good. I'm giving this a four. This movie was fun in ways that it should not have been fun, like. I mean, the character of Johnny was just freaking tops. He was so freaking funny. And he wasn't trying to be funny. It was just, I mean, I feel like the guy was miscast, but it was a beautiful accident. That's the way I feel about it. I don't think he should have been in this movie. He didn't fit that role at all. They just, he just kind of was just, agreed. you know, dancing through it. But um, I, I thought this movie was was funny and yeah. ridiculous and there's so and... many funny bits yeah it, it might be a little boring and stuff and i think that's why it's getting knocked down it's boring it's cheap looking it, it it's not really doing anything far you know the directing is very just typical there's no interesting shots or anything like that no. there's nothing to it but it's just so funny on the cheap it's got so many it really has so many elements of the so bad it's good yes i mean it checks off a lot of the boxes it checks off so many boxes it's got this you know amazingly silly wardrobe crazy out of like left field acting well i actually i'm gonna i'm gonna say that tracy lords and martin the actor i thought they were both great i know you said something at the end you didn't like the martin actor you said he was I bothering you? I didn't like the character of him. I thought that yeah. he he was just he's just bad. He was bad from minute one with you know peep, being a peeping tom and well, being such the a the character. Dick. Yeah, no, the but character. The, guy, the guy's nailing it. Oh, like, the, he nails the yeah. dork into this guy. Yes, 
it, the actor it actually is, works. Yeah, he's doing a great job. I wasn't saying I didn't like the actor. I thought the actor was great. Yeah, and, um, and Lords is actually pretty decent. Yeah, she was pretty good. Yeah. Um, but like, I I feel like this movie just gives you everything. It gives you everything you want in a cheesy movie. It gives I agree. You, gratuitous boobs it gives you goofy the characters soundtrack, the, the characters. soundtrack the characters are ridiculous and i rarely and i would say never really um recommend you watch a movie but if you want to sit around with your friends and, and have some drinks and have a goofy good time this movie is just that it'll yeah. make you laugh because you're just like what the fuck oh yeah like, it's free on youtube it's got a weird clip uh, it's on youtube right now i don't know how long it'll be on there but uh, it, it 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 has like a an audio missing from the first minute or something like that. But it it's fine from then on. But it's worth it's on YouTube for free. It's worth a check. Yeah, and the quality is not that great. But I mean, you can still get the gist of what's happening. Yeah, it's not, yeah. It's it's not perfect, but it's not the worst either. But yeah, this movie has everything that you want in a so bad it's good movie, and Agreed. you should watch it. You should definitely watch this. This movie. is not yeah. This is thrown right on my so bad it's good list. Like this is one of those. God was just funny to watch. You know, yeah. this is a man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I, I I know there's like so many funny bits we forgot about. Oh, you didn't mention the uh, the famous line. Oh my God. Okay, so that this is from that uh, is... that Weasley lawyer. Okay. Uh, the the Weasley manager guy that was working for the executives. Yeah. I was talking about him, and you you forgot all about this. So my favorite line in the movie was when uh, Martin Angel walks Martin in. walks in with his entourage of chicks, the three of his concubines, and the the I guess he's the manager. Of he's the, like the executives. The uh, like the guy manager. finds the uh, people. Yeah. Yeah, he's like the tour manager or the talent scout or some shit like that. And he motions to the other, uh, one of the other characters, and he says... It's the boyfriend character. And yeah, he says, that's yeah. him. That's our guitarist. That's our guitarist. And he says... I haven't seen this much tuna since the fishing trip I went on last summer. <laughs> Referring to the women. So I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now, this guy? Did he say he goes, that? How, did, how does this kid even sleep? I, I Yeah, when does he find time to sleep? I was oh my god. There's a lot of that, and I knew yeah. we were gonna forget that. I'm glad we remembered I, the name of the band. Yes. And I remember, I almost remember a lot of the lyrics to the song, which was fantastic. Um. It, it's just beyond. This movie is crazy, and I'm telling you to watch it because it's just so. It's fun. It's a fun movie. It's bad. I know there's a lot more good. funny jokes between the girls too, the the concubines or whatever the hell they are. Yeah, There's I mean, a lot of funny bits with them. I know that. We probably left a lot out, but this movie is an hour and 33 minutes long. And, uh, you know, we went through and told you pretty much all the, like, basic stuff, the, the main stuff that happened. But there's, like, a little couple of funny things in there that we left out. But, I mean, just, I think the movie dropped a little bit for me when Johnny left it. Because Johnny was, like... Oh, I loved it. You know, I... Johnny was the best There's character. There's some great bits with Martin. Yeah, I, I, and he had some great bits too. Like he was really good, but oh, he's so funny. In this. Yeah, I think you should watch this uh, movie. And, and you know what's really odd is that we were talking about this, but this is one of those movies where the DVDs or the any physical copy of this is extremely expensive. Wow, you know yeah. what we were talking about is like the DVD alone is twenty dollars, and it's like I damn, mean, that really? doesn't seem like There's a like lot. There's like no features on it. 
twenty dollars for a, a plain bones D, like a bare bones DVD. Yeah, but this movie and, uh, doesn't stream anywhere. You can't that, find it's it on. anywhere. Yeah, that's why I'm shocked it's still on on YouTube. But I think that guy's got around it by getting that first minute of music out. But yeah, uh, I mean it's twenty. It's nineteen ninety nine on Amazon. Um, what's funny about it is it says starring Troy Donahue. That's yeah. so funny. Troy that's Donahue, your selling Tra- point. You, you think it would be Tracy Lords, but I guess they don't want to make you think it's a porno. Uh, that's yeah. true but some of these some of these and things Tra- on here say starring tracy lord troy donahue is only, he only did one day of work and apparently a lot of these people worked like 12 hour shifts to do this movie and they finished it like in a week yeah yeah so that explains a lot of why the days <laughs> seem like they the movie only takes place over a couple days i know it really does because so they filmed weird. for a couple days <laughs> that's amazing uh, and you know what's really oh. funny uh one of the concubines is the director's uh, apparently her his assistant, his secretary? Oh wow! So he they... got her in lingerie and did all these nude scenes. Oh my god! Like that's yeah. I'm sorry. Crazy. I'm not gonna be around my boss doing that kind of silliness. Just I, saying. I, I was gonna say that this director did another movie recently, I think a couple years ago, called Pool Party Massacre. <gasps> that's on my list. Yeah, Pool Party Massacre. We're gonna I watch was like, that. I gotta look into this one. That's gonna be another piece of crap. That's but probably... if it's anything like this, I'll mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, shit. Uh, I I also I I this almost goes to a five, but it's so bad it's good, so it's four. It's just bad, and then it's like it just elevated and how much fun I was having, so it's a four. Uh, I can't go any. I'm not gonna go any higher. No, it's definitely. My, a four. my God, it was just fun. I wish I watched this with all the group of friends are on Mondays and stuff, but um, yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm with you on that. I, I think we should definitely, it's just, people should check it out for fun, especially if they're looking for So Bad It's Good. If they're looking for movies to watch with friends, I think this is a good one. Yes, yes. There's a huge um, community of people that love trash cinema like we do. So if you're into that, if you fall into that category, you should watch this. This movie is fantastically fun. Yeah, it's so, yeah, it's embarrassingly bad. <laughs> good, yeah. bad. But yeah, uh, you know, uh, as always, guys, you know, thanks for listening. And also, you, you can always hit us up on social media. I'm uh, Just Another Movie Night on Instagram. Uh, I, I know we got, like, threads now. We got uh, Twitter. I try to get on those, but it's really hard. But uh, I'm on that. And Joe is at uh, Crafty Misfit on uh, Instagram as well. And we always want to hear anything you guys think about the movies we're doing or movies we should do. Or movies you think are the worst movies ever made. I would love to watch them and uh, put them on the show and just talk about them. I enjoy it so much. So, yeah, uh, hit us up on there. Uh, and uh, But thanks again for listening and have a good one, as always. Till next time, bye. All right, guys, the next one's almost ready. He's in the bathroom tuning up. You better hope we get lucky. We've only got two more left. Please join me in a warm welcome for Spastic Colin. I'm a virgin girl. I don't go down on my knees.
Terrific. Every fucking retard thinks he's a rock star. <laughs>